But today, for some reason, I'm really relaxed and I'm just like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I mean, because I guess you get, you get back what you put in the universe, and I put beautiful things into the universe. So I just, you know, I just hope to get beautiful things back. <laughs> You are tuned in to That's Not On Brand, the podcast. Hello, everyone. Brene here, and welcome to another episode of That's Not On Brand, the podcast. I'm going to be honest. We almost didn't have a new episode this week. (laughs) For real. So my original topic really didn't work out the way that I wanted to. I just felt like I needed a little bit more time to execute it to my liking. And I didn't want to rush and record a filler episode just to put something out. And at the end of the day, still not like it because for one, that's not on brand. And two, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to be putting out anything mediocre, anything half-assed just to say I have a podcast and there's a new episode. You get what I mean? Yeah, quality over quantity has always been on brand for me, and I stand by that. But it is starting to feed the perfectionist traits of my imposter syndrome. I'm not going to even lie. So, I definitely want to unpack that a little bit more and also share some other things I've been dealing with lately. But first, let's get into this sponsor. All right, so we heard from our sponsors, so let's get to unpacking, okay? So, everything I spoke about releasing in the chapter 28 episode didn't just end there obviously and I even stated in that episode that this requires me putting in actual work and today is one of those days that I really have to put in the work because I've been feeling some type of way for a while. I feel the self-doubt trying its best to creep in. I feel the self-sabotage trying its best to creep in and that imposter syndrome, that bald-headed hoe has been trying to take me out. Okay? No, for real. It's been trying, and usually I would just give in and give up, but I'm, 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 I'm still here. It's the journey. If you don't get that reference, please stream Tisha Campbell's Still Here. Meow. Right meow, okay? Well, actually, not right now, (laughs) because I want you to finish listening to this podcast. But when you're done, give it a listen, okay? So we can laugh together, all right? But anyway, imposter syndrome has definitely been trying to break into my house. It's tried busting out the windows, you know, real stalker baby daddy type-ish. Very much Jasmine Sullivan. And I'm trying my best to keep calm and not panic and do what I usually do, which is fall into destructive patterns. Instead, I've been checking myself before I wreck myself, which is how we are here, okay? so. I know with imposter syndrome, you have to acknowledge it in order to release the shame, or at least I do, okay? So let's just talk about it. This podcast has been something I wanted to do for five years now, and I spoke about this as well in the chapter 28 episode that codependency and my fear of visibility stopped me from doing it five years ago. And starting this podcast with my sister earlier this year, It forced me out of a lot of those things, and I'm just grateful to have had my sister on this journey with me because who else but her? But I know that it's time for me to put on my big girl girdle and do it alone, you know? 
But that imposter syndrome, that imposter doesn't want that for me. So I still have my moments. For example, let's just say I'm editing and all of a sudden that inner critic is telling me how people don't want to hear this shit. No one is going to listen, especially the listeners who have been there from the beginning when this was started with my sister and I. They don't want to hear just me. Who do I think I am to even go about this alone? And I start to feel anxious. But then I start to shut those thoughts down because I know the conversation I have with God. You know, I know that this is a passion for me and that none of that is true. I also know that if some listeners do feel that way, it's okay for them to. It's okay for them to no longer support because I know my authentic tribe will find me. You know, so that's basically what I've been dealing with my imposter syndrome when it comes to this new chapter of mine with That's Not On Brand. But it's also been creeping into my other gifts such as visual arts. I have done way more branding and photography work outside of myself this year. And once again, that inner critic doesn't believe in it. That inner critic does not want that for me, okay? Um, This year, my sister Lashana did such a beautiful tribute to me for my birthday. And she wrote in her caption how I was a podcaster, creative director, editor, and photographer. And I'm like, you're right, sister. I am those things and more, you know, I guess I never really went out of my way to say I was those things because subconsciously I was holding on to a projection that was placed on me when I was younger. I remember when I was 15 and I was blogging during the golden ages of blogging. I was fresh off MySpace, so I knew how to code my whole website. I taught myself Photoshop after downloading it from LineWire and giving my computer all types of viruses. Yo, my mom was hot. I had all my own presets for my photos because filters weren't out back then and I had to do all my own graphic designs for my blog. So I would share my photography, right? And I would share my photography all while I was thrifting, ranting about my neighbors, homeschooling, pop culture, you name it, y'all. Like my blog used to be lit, okay? And I just did it for the fun of it. I was never expecting money or notoriety, you know? Then one day, I got an email from Google about AdSense. So I started putting ads on my blog. I even shared some of my photography as stock photos and still thought nothing of it, right? Until I received a check. (laughs) Your girl got a check. So I remember when I would go to my mom about this, I was so, I was geeked. I was not expecting that at all, you know? So I remember going to my mom about this. She has always been supportive of me and my creative talent. So she was like, yes do your thing like this is all you this has your name written all over it like you got this and she never pressed me about getting a conventional job and that just added more fuel to the fiery dynamics I had with another family member in the household and that family member already had resentment towards me so it was just like you know the the cherry on top and I never told this family member my business so they just saw me on the computer all day and felt like I was a bum okay So when my mom would praise me for these creative accomplishments, this family member would always find a way to downplay it and project. Projecting that because I wasn't getting up daily, putting on a uniform and asking someone, may I take their order? Because that's what this person was doing at my age or working retail, that basically it wasn't a real job. I guess I held on to that. It's like I knew about people who did the things I did and was super successful, but I wasn't there yet. 
or they were famous and at that time that felt foreign, you know? And this was right before YouTubers and influencers, right before they closed that gap of fame being accessible. And even then I knew that fame wasn't what I wanted because I still had a fear of visibility. Um, I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. I feel like that projection helped play into that feeling I already had of being an imposter and feeling like if it isn't a conventional nine to five job, then it's not real or good enough. So with me taking this part of my life more seriously this year and moving with intentions, the inner critic doesn't like that, okay? The inner critic doesn't want me to actually believe in myself. Instead, it is telling me that I have the audacity to claim those titles. I have the audacity to charge someone my actual rate, when in all actuality, my work speaks for itself. So in that moment, I have to separate how I'm feeling, which is me feeling like an imposter, which is me feeling like I have the boldness to even want these things for myself. I have to reinforce the parts of me that knows exactly who I am and what I'm capable of, okay? Call me Tony Childs because I specialize in results, okay? <laughs> Period. So that's what I have to constantly remind myself when that imposter syndrome tries to play me. This is not Uno. This isn't tic-tac-toe, ho. This isn't Monopoly, but that imposter syndrome really thinks it's game night, okay? I have to constantly change the script where I'm questioning myself, doubting myself, not seeing my greatness. And I'm not going to lie, it gets tiring. I don't want to have to constantly go through this. Like, I want this weight off of me. I want this off of me. Permanently, okay? Seriously. How do I fix this psychological pattern permanently? Because like I said, this is tiring. This hamster wheel is burnt out. Self-deprecation is not on brand. So where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? Like, I'm really tired, you guys. Like, you would think I overdosed on melatonin. I am so freaking tired. I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. And I, I will give myself prop for even, like I said, pushing through this not giving in to my usual destructive patterns. But what I'm saying is, how do I get rid of this permanently? I don't want to have to constantly keep doing this, you know? So that's part of what I've been going through. I've been needing clarity on something. So I also shaved off all my hair. <laughs> I'm like for real, for real bald this time. Um, I did that last week because I felt like it was another thing I was carrying around that no longer was serving me and it needed to be released yeah so I cut those clippers on and I start shaving now if you know me you know I stay shaving my hair off basically every first of the month because it's like a fresh start for me but looking back at it I realized that this year I only shaved my hair bald probably I think the only time I did it was July August in August, it wasn't even intentional. So the only time I did it with intent was July and now, which is December. Yeah, so that just shows me that like many things this year, I was just holding on to it for far too long. Like, the hell? But anyway, I needed clarity and that's part of the process I take to get just that. You know, first I have to fill the fills, then I have to shave my hair so I can think more clearly. Next, I have to deep clean and purge my personal space. And then I have to talk it out with myself out loud. Each step in this process, I'm speaking to God as well. 
So when I'm deep cleaning, I'm scrubbing the walls with hot water, sea salt, and Florida water. That's my little concoction, you know. I'm cleaning the baseboards, sweeping, vacuuming, changing out the sheets. The windows are open even though it's 48 degrees outside. I'm going to air this thing out, okay? And I'm going to ask God for clarity. So now that I'm done cleaning up everything else, I'm like, okay, let me start on this closet. When it came time for me to actually start cleaning out the closet, I got so overwhelmed. When I opened the closet door, things were falling down left and right, y'all. Hangers were broken from the excessive amount of clothes I had. It was just a bunch of clothes on the floor, photography equipment pushed inside, photo albums falling from the top shelf, just a hot ass mess. And it was basically a reflection of my life currently. Like, yeah, the outside, let's say my room is being poured into. It's getting deep cleanings with that hot water, sea salt, and Florida water. Meanwhile, my closet is junky as hell, dirty as hell, filled with clothes that I can no longer fit, but I was holding on to it for the old Brene who was 100 pounds smaller three years ago. I was holding on even for the 70 pounds smaller version of me at the beginning of this year. Again, like my hair and many other things, this year I was holding on to things that no longer served me. So I had to check myself. I checked myself about hoarding things in hopes of one day being able to fit them again or even lying to myself that I'm actually going to sell this shit. Like, girl, know your audience. I know me. I know that I am not going to actually go ship that stuff off. Like, just donate it. And that's exactly what I did. So I started packing everything up to donate. I donated my whole closet, basically, besides my vintage goodies. I'm not letting those go, okay? And... I got rid of so many pairs of Nike Cortez. Oh my gosh, I'm getting nauseous because if you know me, you know that that's my signature shoe. That's all I wear. But a lot of my Nike Cortez were, you know, starting to lean with it and rocking. So after doing all that, I felt good, you know, but then I started looking into my closet and seeing nothing there. Like I did ass have no clothes. And I have none because I'm giving them away because I can no longer fit them. And why can't I fit them? Because I'm gaining weight. And we all know it's okay to gain weight, blase, blase, blah. But in that moment, I started to realize how I've been neglecting myself, especially when it comes to my physical health. I've been binging all year due to my lack of control over things, especially with this pandemic and a lot of triggers I've been having. And I also realized that, like, you know, I became numb to it because I remember in the summer it just being so heightened and I was burnt out and I was feeling everything, like literally everything around me I was feeling. And now I'm just numb to it. So I'm, I haven't really been caring enough about my physical self, if that makes sense. And I definitely want to dive deeper into that. I want to dive deeper into fat phobia and my triggers, but I'm constantly in this battle of wanting to talk about my mental health more on this platform, but then also realizing that that gives room for people to pick things apart and take it a certain way that I didn't intend for it to be taken. And I'm aware that some people don't care to hold space for others, but instead, hold that information that you share as ammunition and I don't want it to be on as they say misery loves companies so let's connect globally on some trauma bonds you know because if y'all didn't know um 
that's not on brand. It's global, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if y'all knew that, but y'all know that now. But anyway, um, I know that mental health is something I've always been vocal about. And I didn't realize that until I read all my journals and diaries that I had when I was in elementary school. Like, I've always been vocal about mental health before I even knew that that was the term for it. Um, So I know that mental health is very much on brand for me. I'm just trying to figure out a way to tell my story in an authentic way while still having boundaries. You know, like, I'm definitely going to have to pray more about this and we'll see. Yeah. So this is another short episode, but I feel like I unpacked a lot today. So I thank you all for holding space for me. I love to see it. I definitely want to wrap this episode up with some positive affirmations because I deserve it. But before I do that, I also want to shout out my sister Lashana, who started her own podcast and it's going to go live this Wednesday. So I'm definitely going to have to come back to this episode and link it in the show notes so you guys can give it a listen. It's called Conversations with underscore with Blossom Thick Fit. So make sure y'all give it a listen. I'm so excited for her. I'm so proud of her because she has put so much work into this. And this is a huge step in her standing in her truth. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Yeah, so listen to that. All right. So let's get into these affirmations. I received these from the I Am app. Yeah, so these are the ones I want to share. I am in the process of positive change. I am grateful for those who teach me how to love myself. I choose to fill my mind with positive thoughts. Stepping out of my comfort zone is necessary for growth. I choose calm over worry and faith over fear. I will focus on progress and not perfection. When anxious thoughts come to me, I acknowledge them and let them flow away. I choose to respond to situations from a peaceful place. I am proud of myself for getting this far. All right. So I feel like those affirmations (laughs) were perfect for how I've been feeling, how I've been expressing myself this episode. They definitely aligned with that. So yeah, so shout out to the I Am app because I needed to hear that. But I'm going to finish watching King of the Hill while I edit this episode. So hopefully we can still get it up this week because I am not going to let imposter syndrome win. I'm not, okay? It's still quality over quantity, but you already knew that. So with that being said, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review, or rate it any way you want to rate it on Apple Podcasts, okay? And follow at That's Not On Brand on Instagram. 